0: The FT. Why do footballers in England get paid so much? Mostly because broadcasters pay billions of pounds to show live matches from the Premier League. The league auctions the rights to those games every three years in a very secret, very high-stakes battle. The latest content starts on Friday, and Sky and BT, the UK's biggest broadband providers, will be sealing their envelopes any time now. I'm Henry Mance, the FT's media correspondent, and I'm here with our telecoms correspondent, Dan Thomas, to discuss who the potential winners and losers might be. Dan, let me guess, the obvious winners are going to be the footballers.
1: Well, I don't think it'll be the football fan who probably has to pay more as a result of these inflated auction prices. The value of the rights this time is expected by many to go even higher than last, which having jumped two thirds last time is a bit of a shock to many people who might be facing skyrocketing bills at home. This time around, we don't really know who's bidding yet. Clearly, the auction's coming out on Friday. We suspect BT will be in there. We suspect Discovery are going to come in for the first time. And of course, Sky will be there as well. The analysts themselves are struggling with the consensus of forecasts on the estimates where the auction can end up anywhere between 15% and 50%. But ultimately, I think the price are going to skyrocket.
0: And this is because people see live sports, they see live football in particular, as a way that you get customers onto your broadband service, you get them to sign up for other TV packages. So that's the kind of spearhead for all these telecoms and media groups.
1: I think for Sky, and it's difficult to avoid the glib uh, football analogies, but for Sky, it feels like a real six-pointer. This is very much where they play and they have to win in many ways in getting a significant portion of the games. It's a bit different for BT, you know, who sees the games more as a sort of carrot to bring people onto their broadband networks. And if they lose that carrot, well, they still have fundamentally their business model intact and that won't go away. So there are different sort of approaches to this auction, I think.
0: I mean, one of the things that BT has kicking in next season, are the rights to live Champions League games, they paid a billion euros for a three-year contract for those. Let's have a brief look at what analysts are expecting in this auction on Friday. Just to say, these come with such uncertainty. Last time, we didn't even know that BT was going to bid, we thought Al Jazeera might bid, and then everyone came out surprised when the result was announced. But these are what analysts have put together. They've said, and just to remind us, at the moment Sky airs about 116 games a year, and BT 38. Now, analysts at Morgan Stanley have three scenarios which they say are the most likely. One is that Sky holds on to basically the rights they have now, but ends up paying about 40% more. So that's probably them paying around a billion pounds a year. Now, that's okay for Sky. A second scenario is that Sky loses some of the games, so BT or someone else will show some of those games. But Sky doesn't pay as much, so it can charge customers less. That's fairly good, Morgan Stanley reckons. And then the third scenario is is the bad one for Sky. It's if Sky loses the rights to show games on Sunday, especially the 4pm kickoff, which are the sort of most watched, most vaunted games. Those are the scenarios for Sky. What are the scenarios for BT? I
1: think, first of all, it's worth pointing out, as you say, that BT lacks the element of surprise this time around. There are plenty of stories floating around the market of Al Jazeera bidding, as you say. It turned out that was BT, according to folklore, in disguise, literally. But this time around, BT, as a known bidder for the auction for the uh, rights... And we can pretty much project what they will be doing, I think, to some extent, at least. I mean, for a start, it's worth pointing out that BT has a lot of balls in the air at the moment from building the next generation of broadband for the UK, buying the country's largest mobile group in the EE, which is a deal expected to be signed this week, repaying the huge pensions deficit announced last week. And so really, if you look at BT in the round, they could afford to let this one drop. Arguably On the other hand, you've got Gavin Patterson, who knows consumer business strategies better than anyone else. He came from uh, P He's, He's the chief executive now. He, former marketing director at P or a marketing director at P G, came through the ranks in the consumer division of BT., and really has uh, masterminded this sort of aggressive push into and in consumer market with broadband, TV and now mobile coming through as well. So it's difficult to see them really wanting to give Sky an easy ride. And undoubtedly, there's going to be two slots, which will be opened up to a second bidder, which Sky won't be able to acquire. So BT will see an advantage there. But, you know, it's not that crucial for them. Ultimately, they have got the Champions League, as you say, they have got other football rights and they have already established these football channels or these sports channels for their customers, already signed up a lot of broadband customers. And so they have the luxury of being a bit more relaxed going into this auction.
0: We're not quite sure, looking ahead to the Orchardson, whether they're going to go toe-to-toe, to uh, to use a boxing analogy, or whether it could just play out for a sort of a draw. The Premier League, of course, gets £3 over three years. It would love to get more, and that money will trickle down to the clubs and probably to the players. We should find out the final result in a few days. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.